Welcome to the President's Podcast at Austin Community College District. I'm Jessica Vess here with our President CEO, Dr. Richard Rhodes. Hi, Dr. Rhodes. Good day, Jessica. How are you today? I am doing well. I'm excited because we have a, a, several of our students with us today and one of our professors as well. I'm excited about that because I got to read the bios on them and see what the challenges and what the opportunities have been. And this is an exciting conversation. We're talking today to get a feel from those who are firsthand in the experience of what it was like having to transition so suddenly in March to learning and teaching online. It's it's something that nobody really expected or could have prepared for, but it happened. With us today is Ashley Matkey, one of ACC students um, in manufacturing. We have Elijah Wilson, one of our ACC nursing students, and Professor Dusty Mills from Automotive Technology. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. You know, Jessica, you were talking about the fact that, you know, when we started the spring semester, um, almost nobody signed up for all virtual classes. And all of a sudden, you know, mid-semester, right about the middle of March, um, we had two weeks to convert. Um, and that includes, you know, the faculty, staff, but it also includes the students. Um, and so, you know, some of the things that we want to talk about today are the successes and the challenges and, and the opportunities that, that arrived out of that. And what can we learn from this that's going to help us into the future as we move forward? Uh, but, but really, this is just a great conversation to have about what were your experiences and, and what happened? And if I could start and just ask Dusty one thing, because I was reading, you know, teaching automotive technology, you know, you almost you almost think about that and you think, how in the world could you take that to a virtual platform? And yet you did. And it's amazing. Uh, like, you know, like the faculty and staff at ACC during this conversion just have been amazing to me in their ability to transform the delivery of education. And so Dusty, can you just tell us a little bit about that experience and what it felt like to go through that? Well, sure. Um, so we, uh, I, I actually work with a program um, that uh, teaches some military students. One of my classes, a couple of my classes do that. And we uh, were teaching through spring break, uh, kind of when everybody was scrambling, we went hybrid at that point. So we kind of jumped the gun on everybody um, and we had to shake it down pretty quick. It's not an ideal situation, uh, but you know, the students have an immediate need. They, uh, it's workforce program. They're, they're literally trying to get jobs with these skills. And it's, it's my job, you know, ACC has directed us to give them the best possible opportunity to learn that we can. Um, and that kind of means adapting to whatever challenges we're gonna face. Um, and again, you know, automotive, it's a hands-on skill. It's not the, the best way uh, to learn, but I want to give the best that I can, no matter what uh, the challenges are. So I was reading that you even recruited your wife to assist uh, you in producing. Uh, she became your producer. Is that right? That's exactly right. So uh, we decided, you know, doing hybrid, the best way was going to be to put the lab portion that I can no longer have my students participate in. We wanted to put that um, in a virtual mode and we did it through video. So we created some uh, videos. I didn't want to have uh, one way we do an automotive. We do a three hour long video and it's just like class. And I think we all know that that's really difficult to sit through. Um, so we shortened these down to 15, 20 minute videos. 
that were following the lab assignment that they would have been doing in the shop. Um, they've got some materials that they're following along with and, uh, you know, filling in the blanks and, and such. Um, but I'm a mechanic first. Uh, I'm a teacher after that. I'm not a video producer. Luckily, my wife uh, was a mass communications major in a past life, and she still has some skills, and I, I leveraged that for sure. <laughs> uh, we got her down here. She set up the shots, um, you know, basically everything that's very time consuming and tedious and takes some skill and knowledge she helped me out with. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. That was awesome. Now, Ashley, so you're in manufacturing, automa automation and robotics. Correct. Uh, and working with, with Samsung. Correct. And so tell us a little bit about your experience. Um, well, I it was it was kind of difficult at first um, because, like you said, it was mid-semester um, and we have labs. And so we had to figure out how to uh, make these labs where we could do them at home. Um, and luckily, my teacher, she's amazing, love her to death. She found some simulators um, that we could actually simulate the labs online. So it was almost as if we were in class and uh, she would go through it during the class and show us how to do it. And then afterwards we could go and kind of mess around with it. And then, uh, yeah, so it turned out pretty good. Oh, that's great. Yeah. You know, that, and that, that is a common theme. What you said earlier is this professor was amazing. Um, and, and we just hear that over and over about, you know, this transformation that had to happen and yet, you know, being able to adapt and find the grace necessary to you, to move and meet the needs of students, um, you know, almost overnight. And so, Elijah, you're a nursing student. Yes, right? I am. <laughs> and that, you know, that's another area that you think, how in the world would you be able to convert nursing to oh, yeah. virtual? Oh, so yeah. Tell us a little bit about your experience. Well, um, we were... During spring break, you know, we got the notice that we were going to have to leave out on campus and that we wouldn't be able to come back. And we were all really nervous. Nurses, we were freaking out and we were like, but all we do is like everything we do is in school. How can we, you know, learn? And um, kind of like what Ashley said, our instructors came up with some simulations online that we could do, and they were actually very helpful. It was just like kind of doing it yourself, but it was on more like an electronic virtual platform, and that helped a lot. And also our instructors, we still did our lectures kind of normal like we would when we were in class. And this way, we were able to kind of interact. All of us were able to. So we could like type in a message or type in an answer or if we had a question that was really helpful. And then also we still had our clinicals and that was virtual as well. But it was more in depth. We couldn't get the hands on training, but we're more learning of kind of like the, the the book part of it, kind of learning different symptoms and how to help treat people and like what steps would you take before actually doing it? So it was really helpful and it was actually, it was really fun. And so yeah, it went really well. Good, good, good. And, and um, now both of you, 
um, Ashley and Elijah, both of you have kids. Yes. Home. And so tell us a little bit about those challenges too. It was kind of difficult in that aspect just because, so because my, my kids are in their upper grades, so they're doing the star test now. And even though those were canceled this year, I still had to homeschool both of them and they're in different grades. So I was homeschooling two children, working uh, from home and schooling from home. And, um, and it was just, it was, it was difficult. I also run a rescue from my home too. So, um, it's, <laughs> it got, it got pretty crazy there for a while, but I do have to say my, my teacher was very, very accommodating. She was very understanding. And I feel like in general, also my boyfriend, he is also taking ACC classes. And so we, we felt very accommodated through this. Um, and yeah, it, it, it worked out. It's amazing. You know, during this uh, COVID time, uh, so many parents have become teachers, principals, assistant principals, superintendents, board members uh, of your children. And the lunch so, lady. <laughs> <laughs> and recess duty. <laughs> uh, all of that. So, Elijah, same thing. How did it go? Oh, yes. So for me, I just have my three-year-old son and he is very energetic and he gets <laughs> bored very easily. And so I'm constantly looking up, like Googling how to occupy a toddler, different crafts for him and kind of different places we can go where too many people aren't around because he gets bored with just walking. And so I've got him like a new bike, a new scooter, a new toys, all this stuff. And we can just go outside and play and help him burn off some energy. <laughs> and I'm learning this. I mean, me and him, we're learning a lot together. Like we have our learning days and we, you know, go over different academics and stuff. But I'm learning a little bit more about him and myself also like we I'm learning he likes to eat all day and so I'm like did you do this when you went to daycare so it's it's nice I'm getting to know him a little bit more because you know usually he would be yeah. at daycare and I would be at school and so we get to kind of use this time to bond a little bit more yeah. and yeah. my husband is also working from home also and so it's like it was a little crazy at first, but now we've kind of got a routine and we're actually, we're making it work pretty well. That's amazing. That's amazing. It is, you know, that's, that's probably one of the lessons we're learning is during this crisis period, it's bringing families closer. Um, you know, you learn more about each other. Um, now tell me a little bit about technology were you ready for this this conversion, um, both from the hardware standpoint and through uh, connectivity, the broadband that you had to have necessary to connect? How was that? Uh, yes, it was. It was uh, what I the equipment that I had worked very well. It still does. Um, I actually just use like a MacBook to do everything. Okay. And so okay. it works pretty well. I would just say now that we're doing more online work, I get more documents, more files and all that. And so I just have to keep up with storage 
But other than that, it, everything works pretty good. I don't have any issues ever connecting okay. or getting something turned in, so it's working well. Okay, so you were digitally prepared. Oh yes, for the conversion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about how about you, Ashley? I I was prepared. Um, you know, I did have internet service, but my only issue was that because there was four of us at home schooling and working, um, that I didn't have enough computer time. So it was like uh -huh. I tried to find a, another computer, and I literally everywhere was sold out. So I live um, outside of Austin. I actually live in Elgin. So um, I was trying to like order a computer just so that my kids could have one to share while so we could do work at the same time. And it took me like three weeks just yes. to find a computer, um, just a basic computer, but it, but it worked out. And like I said, the teachers were very accommodating um, and they did understand. And then also I know ACC offered for tablets. Um, so I did take advantage of that. I did get a tablet. It was just a little hard for the kids to kind of understand how to use uh, the technology. Um, so that was a learning experience in itself because they're used to paper, you know, in school. So, right. but other than that, it, it worked out well. And I think it was cool because it was like, um, like we've been saying, it was a learning experience for all of us. Um, something new for them, something new for me. Uh, yeah, it worked out. As we talk about the type of support that you got, I'd like to introduce another student who has joined us now, Stefani. Thank you so much for joining us today for the conversation. How are you? Hi, I'm doing fine. How are you? I am well. Thank you. For, we are having the conversation and and you you just heard, you know, Ashley and Elijah talking about getting the support they needed to get through this transition when when COVID hit and everything had to change. Um, and I know that was a huge, a huge thing for you too. It was, yes. Yeah. I um I struggled a little bit at first, but it it ended up just going through very well. Uh, all my teachers were accommodating. Every one of them reached right back out as soon as I reached out to them. Um, Cause I am the email queen. I'll email as soon as I have a question. So, um, but I definitely, I got the feedback I needed and everyone has been so accommodating. And so Stefani, you're, you're taking entrepreneurism and, yes, sir. and culinary. Yes, so it's okay. a new degree. It's the entrepreneurship degree with a culinary focus. I was originally uh -huh. a culinary student, tried to venture off into the pastry side, realized I should leave that to the professionals, came back to what I wanted to do. And then when the entrepreneurship degree was offered, I jumped on it. I thought, what a good opportunity. Oh, that's great. That's great. So the transition, you know, because when you started the spring semester, you were not taking online courses. <laughs> No, right. and I then, actually tried not to as much as I could, <laughs> but um, it wasn't, but it definitely, it was, it was an experience, one where I, I do appreciate it almost. Um, I learned how to communicate online a way that I had never have before. Uh, emailing is such a huge part of my day now, and um, in the morning, I never was the person that got up and checked my email or was on Blackbook as or Blackboard as much as I should have been. So I've kind of took more um, time into that. And um, also my writing skills, I can I can probably say have developed a little bit better now. 
Well, good, good. And, uh, and so probably when you're thinking about entrepreneurism, uh, probably the technology and being able to, to utilize it appropriately is probably one of the more important aspects. Uh, and so this was a good, I mean, it, it forced you right into it, right in the middle of it, right? Yes. Yeah, it did. It did. And it gave me a lot more time to actually put into it too, because everyone was kind of put off from jobs. I am in the hospitality industry. So all my jobs, I had couple of them were all put on hold. So I was able to dive into my schooling. And I, like I said before, I, I still find appreciation in that. Even though there's all these bad things happening, I found time to find the good in it. Yes. So, and Dusty, um, I'm going to go back to you for a minute. What did you, what did you hear from your students? Because you, you gave them an opportunity to give you feedback about what you could do differently and what might help uh, in this type of an environment. What'd you, what'd you hear from the students? Well, uh, you know, I've had two classes, uh, you know, we did a hybrid class and, and went back and did full online. I did one class full online. Um, so I got a little bit um, of feedback from that first group. And probably the biggest thing was I, we needed more interaction. Just simply going online and, and lecturing to students online is not what we're after. Um, and so that, that second group, that was the big one is just bringing them in. Um, somebody kind of mentioned a student brought this up with me and brought this point and, and illustrated it for me really well. Um, when we go to class, I, I've got a student for maybe four or five hours at a time in my classes, my long classes. Um, and I'm very important. Uh, I'm a very important part of their day. And that class is very important to them. But once we went to distance learning, we are just another screen competing for their attention. Um, so it was, it was really kind of thinking it from that perspective, what's really going to grab and engage this student, um, and adapting to that. And I've got to say, you know, I'm a newer instructor and I rely really heavily on the, the support from our staff, our program coordinator, and, and really the, the more experienced instructors, um, you know, I'm teaching content but I'm about these, these, uh, ladies and gentlemen have been doing this for, for decades, um, and showed me a lot. Uh, even though this is a new skill for them, they know how to connect with students. That was a big, big deal for me. That's good. You know, and you bring up a very important point, and that is, you know, in addition to the faculty, there's a lot of people behind the scenes, you know, in student services and the different supports. Uh, and and that's a critical component. And, um, you know, we can't, we can't ever forget that. And so, you know, Ashley and Elijah and Stefani, what kind of, did you feel like people were concerned about you from ACC and were reaching out to you to make sure you were staying on track, whether it was uh, the faculty or support staff? I know I did. Um, I got a lot of emails. Um, I also, so I was server ambassador for the last two years for ACC. So I had a little bit of extra support um, on, on that aspect, but yeah, I mean, I feel I feel like we could get the help that we needed. We just had to um, I don't want to say look for it, but I mean because we were we were sent emails that said, you know, you need this, this, and this, and this is where you can contact. It did take a little bit longer in response, like it could take two days instead of you could just walk into the campus and get your answer. But um, but it was there. So 
better than not having it at all. Right. Yes, I have to agree with Ashley. That is true. And um, I felt like I had a lot of support, especially from my uh, faculty advisor, Yolanda Hall. She would she was sending us millions of emails all day, but she even took the time out to call us and have a conversation over the phone one on one to make sure we were okay. You know, how studying going? What can we do to make it more easier or make it more interesting? interesting or to help you focus so that support was needed a lot because during that time it was like um you know just sitting at a screen all day and it was like fighting for attention and sometimes you know you get distracted and so I got a lot of help from our instructors just trying to figure out how to keep the distractions minimal or keep you interested so that really helped me get through it and it still is helping me get through it through this whole semester, this time also. Yeah, it's it's all about creating relationships. Uh, that is a great story to hear. And, and Stefani, how about you? Yeah, I would have to say the same thing. I agree with both of them. Um, I was lucky enough to be enrolled into the EDUC um, 1300. So it kind of was a prep for what we're doing, procrastination, time management, all of the things that you would need to kind of have under your belt in order to be able to submit these assignments, not only on time, but before giving yourself the allotted time for extra days um, to turn them in. So I was able to go through these projects with my teacher and she was really good at explaining them and helping us just put things, priorities first and school being that priority. Um, I was able to just, you know, get it all done. And um, yeah, it, it, it worked out having that class um, at, at this time. So I kind of, I've kind of thought that the entire way through my culinary or journey through school. Um, all my classes kind of hit at the right time and that did as well. Great. Great. And now uh, when are you going to graduate? My, my expected date would be um, I think October, 2021. Um, but I'm finishing earlier because I'm doing full time. Plus, I'm taking at least five classes a semester. So I'm trying to get it done a lot sooner. Oh, great. Great. Yeah. How about Elijah? I am expected to graduate this December. Awesome. And I <laughs> hope that we can have a, a in-person graduation you just never know. You know, we, uh, you may have heard uh, for the end of the spring semester, we had to have a virtual graduation, which turned out very, very, very nice. Uh, oh. And, but it's, but there's nothing for me, there's nothing like seeing the faces and actually getting to shake the hands of people when they, our students, when they graduate and will rock, walk across that stage. And so um, I'm going to look forward to that. Yes, I have to agree. Me too. I uh, I actually so last a year, not this past December, but the December before, I graduated and I shook your hand walking across the stage. I remember that. Yes, and you just said you have such a beautiful smile, and uh, and it was it was so nice that my kids were there. It was just like they got to see me walk across this big stage, and it's just. It's just something you can't get in a virtual uh, graduation, you know. It, 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 I really hope that 
for everybody. They get to do this from now on. They get to have that because it was so cool. It was the best feeling ever. So. Well, great. Great. You do have a great smile. <laughs> Thank you. And, you know, and, and for those who actually did graduate this spring, we are have invited them to come back, uh, assuming we can have a walk through uh, graduation uh, in December. They're they're all welcome to come back for that. I really I hope they do. It'll be long, but I hope they do. Like I said, <laughs> it's, just, it's just a feeling that you can't explain. It's it's really cool. There's there's a lot of, of awesome things happening, but a lot of learning how to do things differently. And I really appreciate all of you for joining us and, and explaining and sharing your experience through this. I think we also learn from everything you can share with us. It helps us realize, I think, as a college, things we can do to support our students better um, through all of this, recognizing the things that are really important that sometimes may not be top of mind, but uh, commencement most definitely is because just like you all mentioned, it is it's an exhilarating environment and atmosphere that you just don't know what you're getting into until you're there and you hear everybody and you hear all the things going on and it just hits home. You earned this moment. But beyond that, I mean, my gosh, even making it through spring semester and making it through these summer semesters, you've earned that too. And, uh, and I think it's just incredible, Dr. Rhodes. Uh, it is. And let me just tell you three students, you are an inspiration to all of us. You know, because these are not easy times, and yet you are persisting, and you're persisting with a smile on your face. Even though you're on the screen, I can see it in your eyes that you're going to be successful, that you have that dream, and you're going to make it. And I just want to say to Dusty, too, amazing what you did. Um, you know, and you're, you're, you're an example of the faculty that we have at ACC that do whatever is necessary to make sure that our students are wrapped in student success and embraced um, to make sure that they can be successful and actually achieve their dreams. And so thank you, Dusty, for, thank you. Thank for you. that. And thank you, Jessica. Once again, outstanding. I mean, these, these are our students and we love them and we're going to help them make it to the finish line. Absolutely. Dr. Rhodes, thank you for hosting another one of your president's podcasts at this time, a virtual environment, and we'll continue doing everything we've always done just in a virtual atmosphere until we can all be back together again. Thank you for joining us for the President's Podcast. Uh, if you are listening to us, be sure to check out the podcast on ACC TV. And if you're watching us on ACC TV, check out the podcast. It's on SoundCloud. You can also find it on our website at austincc.edu slash podcast. Thanks everyone again so much for joining us today. We appreciate your time and we appreciate your insights and perspectives. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Have a good one and we will see everyone again next time.